What's good, Faith Walkers? Welcome back to the God's Vibes podcast. I hope you've been enjoying the God's Vibes hotline episodes. These are just so fun and so powerful to hear how God shows up and how people's lives get transformed literally in a moment, right? Sometimes a miracle is just a shift in perception and it sets off a whole new journey and a whole new adventure with God. So if you want to experience that firsthand, the God's Vibes hotline is where you go. There is a form in the show notes that you can fill out. It doesn't take more than about 30 seconds, maybe a minute. We'll give you a minute to complete that form and then you can book a call to be live on the God's Vibes podcast. These will be anonymous. You don't have to be concerned about your video being out there, anything like that. This is just for this community to benefit from the power of coaching with God. All right, so go ahead and fill out that form if you know somebody that would benefit from this free coaching. I mean, come on, is that even a thing? (laughs) So if you want free coaching on the God's Vibes hotline, fill out that form. You can share that form with a friend. And if this podcast has been blessing you in any sort of way, if you find yourself coming back here week after week, or even if you take a time and then come back, if it's blessed you in any way, we would love for you to rate the podcast five stars on Apple Podcasts and leave a review. That's one of the best ways that this podcast can get into more hearts and more homes. And in a dark world, that is so, so necessary. All right, so go ahead, take a minute right now, rate it five stars, leave a review. Thank you so, so much for doing that. And then when you do that as well, We'll send you the God's Vibes Matter 30-day devotional for free. So go to julianapage.com slash podcast, put in your information, and we'll make sure to get that your way. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And also, if you've not joined us in the Courage Co. community, the Courage Co. community is a free space to really invest in your personal development and spiritual growth, which we don't have a lot of safe spaces to do that which is sad, but we're doing something about it. So you can join us over there. There are weekly small groups, life groups that you can plug into so that you don't feel alone on your spiritual walk and your spiritual journey. And it can feel that way definitely when you're healing and when you're in a season of transition. It's so important that you've got community and spiritual running buddies. So you can join us in these weekly life groups. We have prophetic prayer calls every other Wednesday morning. And these are powerful. And we record those and actually have all the notes. So you can go back and dive into the scripture verses. And then we have all sorts of other programs that you can plug into A personal fave and one of the highly rated programs is a 30-day faith walking program. So this is great in any season because you can commit to a 30-day challenge with yourself, right? Like you can get in there. There's a video a day. It's devotional style. It follows the rule and reign, the faith walker manual. And there's also a bonus workbook just for enrolling in that one. So you can go on a 30-day journey with us. There is also the... Courage Co. Training Bundle, which is an entire year of training on demand. So if you just want a spiritual boost, if you want to invest into yourself versus Netflix and chill where you get no return on your investment, (laughs) you can watch these videos on demand. All of the notes are there. There's also a bunch of testimonies in there, a bunch of different interviews in there. So that is a great thing to access and you have access to it for the entire year. So that is very, very powerful. There's masterclasses, challenges, coaching that you can go back and re-listen into. And there's so many gems. Literally just getting access to one of those is valuable. And then really, really one of the faves is the God's Vibes Mastermind. And this is a VIP mastermind. So you can join us every or at any time because inside this mastermind, this is Holy Spirit Boot Camp. There's four different training modules that you could potentially go through if you're, you know, beast mode like... You could potentially do that in three months, but we give you access to it for an entire year. So you can go deep. You don't have to feel rushed. You don't have to... uh you know, try try to arrive somewhere when you're not ready. You can really let God minister to you. And we have weekly live coaching. So you get coaching with me for an entire year in that program, let alone you have a different level of spiritual running buddy in there. Uh, just, I mean, it's so powerful who God knows needs to be in there and everyone getting connected and becoming friends, becoming 
spiritual intercessors for each other, becoming those that can be counted on, right? That were total strangers just a few months before. So it's very, very powerful what God is doing in there. That is a program that you actually get access to the training bundle for free in. You get so many bonuses in there. You get two bonus courses. You get the 52-card declaration deck sent to you personally by me. There's so much goodness in there. So go check that out. All of that is over at www.courageco.org. I know in the world that we live in, it can be confusing. There can be a lot of overwhelm, a lot of opportunities. So we just make it clear and simple to access no matter where you are. So if you know it's the podcast and then you want to do 30 days and then get in the mastermind, then get in the uh, you know, certification maybe even in the future. There's levels to this thing and it's designed to just meet you where you are. But there's so much available to you and you might not know that if you're just on social media or only listening here. So go check out www.courageco.org and get plugged in with your spiritual running buddies in this season. All right, y'all, let's go into a message today. So something that God has been laying on my heart I had quite the assignment (laughs) this past week. It was a whole new stretch for me and I thought I was stretching. So it was, it was real. Uh, It's not over yet, but it was a stretch. God had me working on a project and uh, he changed it (laughs) about seven days. No, literally seven days before the deadline. And that was a very, very interesting process for me to walk with him through. It's not what I'm used to. Um, And it was a lot. But through that process, something that he kept dropping into my heart was a word about imagination and also a lot about our spirit. Okay, so I want to just highlight a couple of these different words and unpack these a little bit because we live in a world that is very focused right now on mental health. Okay, that doesn't even necessarily venture into emotional health, which shows you the health of your heart. Okay, because biblically speaking, how we're wired, all of the issues in our life flow out of our heart. So a great indicator of how your heart is doing or what your heart health looks like is looking at where your emotions are. Okay, and then that'll also be driving your thought, right? Your your thoughts are usually amplifying what's going on in your heart. Same thing with the emotions, okay? But we don't really start there. We start with our mind and we try to like dive deep into our thoughts and our psychology. But that's not completely helpful because if you go a little bit deeper, right, then you see, well, no wonder if my heart is broken, if my I believe my identity is this, then no wonder my emotions are like this and that I have these thoughts. But if you just try to handle the thought, and if you just try to go back to, like, let's say a past event to understand it, to get a language for it, that can still be limiting in some ways. Now, you're never going to hear me say that therapy is not valuable. (laughs) You're never going to hear me say that. You're never going to hear me say that all therapists are bad, something like that. That is never going to be what comes out of my mouth. Therapy is valuable, right? I have worked with several therapists throughout my life, and all of that has been life-changing. However, therapy is not a place that you go to stay, right? It's definitely a place, too, that you can go and check into as you need to, but it's not a place to get rooted and grounded and stay for your whole life, let's say. Now, there are relationships too where you've just got these checkups on different things in your life to make sure that you have healthy accountability. That's okay too. But where we can get into trouble is that we can get into a place where we're just constantly thinking about things, right? Kind of a analysis paralysis state, or we can constantly dissect why we're showing up some kind of way. And inevitably, it will all drive any of us that's experienced this before to a place where now what? Now what? That happened. Now what? Now that you've been healing, now that you've been getting an understanding, now that you've been processing, now that you've been revealing what is going on inside of you in your innermost parts, now what? And I don't know about you, but that now what place is terrifying, okay? Like when you walk through hard things, let alone if hard things have been stacked in your life. And so it's changed your your very nature. It's changed your identity. It's changed 
your psychology. It's changed how you, your personality in some ways. It's changed how you show up in the world. It can be so intimidating to look at a future that is uncertain or unknown and think that you can handle that because you know at your core that you don't believe you're strong enough. (laughs) You don't believe you have what it takes and then what? And that's a really scary place. So we just stay in therapy. Okay. So again, I believe in therapy. I've personally experienced the power of therapy multiple times over. And it's what's allowed me to have a beautiful relationship with God as a wonderful counselor. But I also know the value of courage and taking action. And there will come a point for all of us that we have to do that and we have to keep doing that, right? Exploits don't happen when we're sitting on our couch. Now, it's an exploit to get to a therapist's office to sit on a couch and go deep into your inner life. That's an exploit. But eventually, you've got to actually produce from the healing of that place. And that can actually be one of the greatest gifts and blessings that you give. Hello, generational curse breakers. Okay, so I want to talk about two things because of that lead in our image, our imagination, and also our spirit. I think these are grossly underestimated when we go to church or when we read our Bible, okay? We have a basic recognition of different scripture verses, but we haven't really meditated on them or dissected them so that they can really be powerful for us in our lives, okay? So let's just play with imagination for a second. I love... (laughs) The fact, this is what got me into film school. I think some of you probably know this story, but I was being led to the media. I still feel like there's a big call on my life for this uh, in in what God has downloaded to me. But I've been led to media, right? And so I thought I was going to be in a program, I think it was called Media Communications or Communications Media, something like that. But it was basically communications that was going to cover all forms of media. Now, the funny thing about this is this was even before... Uh, Instagram or before a lot of these other social media apps started coming out, right? Like maybe we had Facebook, but Facebook was still very new when I was pursuing a graduate degree, right? But I thought I was going to be in media communications. I thought I was going to be involved in putting truth in the world in some sort of way. (laughs) And there was a flyer for a graduate program in film that said that you can create your reality. And I had never heard that before. Like, I'd never heard that as a phrase. It was coupled with an awesome image, and the whole flyer was just full of things that were inspiring. (laughs) And nobody had ever told me this before. I'm like, well, shoot. Like, I thought I'd been living in hell in a lot of ways and that I'm stuck in my reality and you're telling me I can create it? Like, what is that about? And I didn't know God at this point, right? So I didn't know anything, anything about relationship with God, anything about how we're made in the image and likeness of our creator. None of that, right? So I'm just like, yes, like I need to go learn how to create reality because I've been the victim of reality for a long time and that's not working for me. So I have to get a way out and that looked like my way out. Isn't that wild? (laughs) So that led me to film school, but that's what I love about imagination. I had learned up until that point to allow my imagination to work against me. And I thought, well, if I can just flip it and get it to work for me, then I'm on to something. Now, I didn't have proof, but I just was crazy enough to believe that that was possible. And now I had a flyer to prove it. (laughs) I did end up going to that grad school program, but it's just wild. So here is your imagination. Your imagination, simply put, to not make this dramatic, right, is your ability to picture something with your heart, your heart, (laughs) that you can't see with your eyes, okay? So we can see something on TV and then we start imagining that in our reality, okay? So that's the wild impact of reality TV, right? We're seeing these images of what we think quote unquote reality is and then all of a sudden, now we're upset that our relationship doesn't look like that. Now all of a sudden, we're upset with what we actually once prayed for because somebody over there looks like they got it better, (laughs) And we've got a new mark to aim for. We're upset because this person is doing all these things that we think that we should be doing. We didn't even have a desire for those things until we saw that person. Okay? So we get images in our mind of what we think reality is supposed to look like. 
but where did that come from? Okay. Or we will go to, uh, let's see, when you go to school, right, and you get an education, you get exposed to new images, you get exposed to new realities, right? Exposure is very, very powerful. If you get exposed to something, you can believe for that thing. Okay. So your imagination just by exposure can start creating images. This is why, right, when you're exposed to certain environments, this is how you can program yourself. So for example, let's let's say, not any of you all, but let's say <laughs> somebody which is very much interested, we'll, we'll say, well, it could be a woman or a man. Let's say that you're just very much interested in a club scene and going out all the time, right? That scene is very image driven. Like they want you to look some kind of way. They want you to show up some kind of way. And it's all about actually devaluing yourself in a lot of ways. It's false confidence so that you can get a guy, you can get a girl, you can whatever it is that you want to do. It's not always having a good time, but it can be portrayed as having a good time. Because when you go home, you still got to deal with you. Only now you just spend a lot of money on alcohol, on buying your outfits, on looking like you were some kind of image, but you might actually not be that image. Some people go to the extreme too, where they just rent cars to look some kind of way, right? This is not freedom, by the way, but that's all happening because of an image. This is what fun is, quote unquote. (laughs) This is what having a good time looks like. Is that true? Well, that could be one reality for somebody, but there could be a very different reality, okay? So all this comes from exposure, right? When we are, when youth is exposed to sexual images too early, that can awaken something in them that wasn't supposed to be awakened yet. And it can uh, defile them in some sort of way, can contaminate them in some sort of way. So now they're pursuing things that they're not ready for, they're not mature enough to handle, and then this can create a mess that gets them stuck and bound their whole life, okay? So images are powerful. These are just some examples of how that can play out. But in the simplest form, your imagination is just your ability to picture something with your heart that you can't see with your eyes. So we can start picturing things because we've actually seen it and now our imagination is going to work. Okay, you can picture something because you saw a flyer. You can picture something because you want to go somewhere. Like think about going to a travel agent in their office. They give you all of these pictures, all of these images of different places so they can sell you on going there. (laughs) So they tell you exactly what it's going to look like. And sometimes the images match the location. Other times they do not. Right. But they're showing you images to give you a picture so you can imagine it in advance. Okay, so there's often things that we get exposed to that gives us images. Now, the Bible can work like this, too. You can read the Bible, and as you meditate on the word, it gives you a picture in your spirit of what that word means and what that looks like, okay? But this all has to do with exposure. When we're exposed to something, we start imagining it. We start forming images in our mind about it in pictures. So for example, in life experience, if somebody were to break trust with you, or if somebody, let's say, were to cheat on you, now you are very well able to form all of these images about them doing it again, right? Or picturing what that might look like. That's why trust is such a big deal, okay? That's why making sure that we're walking according to God's image is so important, okay? So your imagination, just your ability to picture something, but you're picturing it with all of your heart. This is all of your energy. This is your entire operating system. And it's often what you can't fully see with your eyes. So for example, if you see somebody that has this type of business, you don't see how that's possible in your life, but they're an example of what's possible. So you believe that you could have something similar, Okay, you don't see it for you necessarily with your eyes physically yet, but because you saw it on their life, their testimony has made an example for you. And now you can start picturing it. What might that look like for you? This is where vision boards come into play. But interestingly enough, right, when you're making a vision board, where are you pulling the images from? So interesting. (laughs) Okay, we set expectations off of images and we can have expectation hangovers, right? Because our expectations get so disappointed from those things. So here's the thing. You can't function without your imagination and you already use it. It's just usually you're using it against yourself. So each one of us, 
whether we realize it or not, has an image of who we are and what we can do. All right. And most people's image is not based on the word of God and what it says about them, what it says about God, what it says about them. None of that. It's based on basically their past experiences, pain, fear, and different images or different stories, different narratives of these things. And then that, because we're focusing on it, is what we move towards every day. So not only do images come from exposure, and a lot of the exposure is wrong exposure, okay? So not only do they come from exposure, but we also move towards them as we focus on them. You move towards what you focus on. So (laughs) when you think about just do like a little inventory here, a little scan of what you've been imagining, when you think about this, what images have you been exposed to? What images have you been exposed to? What is it really easy for you to imagine? But what usually, what is actually then on the flip side of that, what is a stretch or what is harder for you to imagine? I know for me, because of a lot of traumatic things that happened and a lot of dysfunctional things that were happening over and over and over, and I had no clue about, again, creating reality patterns, none of that stuff, right? I was under the impression that this was life as I knew it and that I was a victim of reality, that life wasn't happening for me, it was happening to me and I was in big trouble, right? So that can be true for a lot of people, but I didn't know that I had influence over those things or that I could change those things. It felt helpless and powerless from my perspective. And it was from my perspective, but I only had one view, okay? So the word of God is designed to free you. It's designed to expand the way you think, to think of yourself according to how God sees you, not according to how you actually are in the flesh or according to images from your past. And that's the beautiful thing about the word of God. It's truly come to set us free. Okay, so when you picture the images and what you've been exposed to, when you picture what is so easy for you to just play in your mind, sort of a movie in your mind, or when you also entertain what's hard for you, this is a great motivator to get into the word of God. I kept seeing so many things that I didn't want. And I started to realize that it was so hard for me to envision what I do want, what I do want to see happen, what I do want to experience more of in the world. That was hard for me to envision because I hadn't practiced that. It was so easy to make, for me to think on and meditate on negative things, but not on positive things, right? When you start doing this kind of work, you start realizing all of your stinking thinking first. <laughs> You're like, oh no, I have all these awful thoughts. I've, you know, I've been trained in this for years. How am I ever going to unwind and unpack all of this? That could be a real fear and intimidation, but God, okay? So the next question, are you letting the word of God paint a picture of what's possible on the inside of you? That's what the word of God does, okay? Because we believe, right? We start imagining things from our hearts, Not things that we necessarily see in the world just yet, but we see them from our heart. So when we're reading the word of God and we're reading it with the Holy Spirit, there's a picture of that word that is painted inside, right? There's a picture that's painted inside. And this picture is a picture of what's possible for you, okay? So imagination in this beautiful way can replace your past and it can become what you start looking forward to in the future, And we can't remember things without an imagination. Our memory is really this ability to picture something. And again, people don't realize it, but they're thinking with their imagination all the time. They're always comparing themselves to their actions versus themselves to the word of God. So they never really ignite their imagination of what the word could do because they're always seeing the reality of what they're not, what they need to be. I'm this, but you're that, and I'll never be that, okay? And when we do this, we're limiting ourselves, okay? (laughs) Because if we don't actually picture what's possible for us, if we can't picture it, we'll never see it happen, okay? So for example, if you can't picture yourself getting promoted, you won't be promoted. You can't accept a promotion if God gave it to you because you don't see that as who you are. An example of this, I ran a private foundation for eight years. And when this opportunity was presented to me, (laughs) that was not my background. That was a very scary and risky proposition in the natural. I felt that it was from God, but I felt just completely ill-equipped to do that. 
but God, right? So I gave God the yes, but I could have easily in that moment just rejected that or turned that promotion away because I didn't feel qualified, because I didn't feel enough, because I didn't feel like I had the skills or, right, I could have said yes and trusted God to develop and cultivate all of that in the process, which is absolutely what he did. Um, And that was a crazy experience. (laughs) Okay. Each one of us, whether we realize it or not, has an image of who we are and what we can do. And if that image is not based on what the word says about us, okay, we're going to fall into limitations. Okay. So when you think about that, you can probably get it. Your imagination is powerful. And I just wanted to share some of the things that the word actually says about image, okay? It says that the image of God is a symbolical relation between God and humanity, right? We see in Psalm 139, David talks about getting the right image of God. He says, I will praise thee for I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works and that my soul knoweth right well. Okay. It says in Ephesians 4, 24, put on your new nature created to be like God, truly righteous and holy and working itself into your conduct as God accurately reproduces his character in you. (laughs) So powerful, right? This is what it is. Putting on your new man is an active thing that we do every day. Like it does take work to walk according to the spirit, not the flesh. Okay. It says, Jesus said this, let it, or God said this, Let us make man in our own image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over the livestock and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. Okay. (laughs) We are like God in image, in form, and that implies that we are like him and that we have a spiritual capacity that he has. So we're not limited to our own capacity when we're aware of the image of God. Okay, do you see how this is powerful? Okay, the image also means related to nature, the immaterial part of man. So this is highlighting again, the image is spiritual. It says in Romans 8, 18, I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. Okay, for the creation waits in eager expectation for the children of God to be revealed. What is this saying? When we have the right image of God and of ourselves, right? We're starting to agree with what God says about us. We're starting to access the capacity that we have in him. And we're starting to allow him to reveal himself through us in the world, which is truly what will bless and impact the world like nothing else will do. No hustle can do this. No self-made Whatever we call that, we'll do this. Literally, God's spirit will do this, okay? In John 17, 3, it says, This is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God, the Christ, whom you have sent. Romans 8, 37, No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Genesis 1:27. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Okay? So we start, we, we've got an image. We've got an image of what, of who God is and what we look like. We have an image. Now, how many of us are living in agreement with that image? based off what I was just teaching about imagination, right? We actually live, the the question that I can feel burning in you from that is, we actually live in the image of God. We live from it, okay? Living in the image of God begins with commitment to God's purpose and living according to the commitment. That's why it says, seek the kingdom first and all these things will be added unto you. Seek the image of God and all of the things connected to that image will be added unto you, okay? So how does that make sense? Because in and of ourselves, it would be very easy right now in this moment with just that to start thinking that, oh, I can think my way into my breakthrough. And that's often what we think. (laughs) 
I'll just renew my mind enough and then I'll believe. But it's with the heart that we believe, okay? So you can't really think your way into it. You can renew your mind, but you have to go deep into your heart. You can't separate your head from your heart. They've all got to be connected and working together, okay? So we might think that we can think our way, that we can reason our way. We might think that we can manifest our way. But all of that is putting all of the power on us. And we know in and of ourselves, we are nothing. (laughs) Apart from God, we are nothing. Apart from God, we can do no good thing. Okay, so let me break this down a little bit more. We are going to need to create this image, the spirit of God. Okay, we are going to need not just a picture of what is possible for us that unlocks limitation, that allows us to access our freedom. If we're free indeed, we have to access greater levels of that every day, right? If we are made in God's image and likeness, there's more of his image and likeness that we can encounter, right, and represent to the world every single day. Okay, but if we're not seeking the kingdom first, if we're not getting into God's presence, if we're not being empowered by his spirit so that we don't walk according to the flesh or these broken images that don't serve us, then we're not going to reveal God's glory to the world. Making sense? It's wild, but it's powerful. Okay, so here's the thing. From a very, I write about this a lot in... God's Vibes Matter, Reclaiming Your Spiritual Authority, about how the devil works overtime to make sure that our image is broken, okay? To make sure, really, image is identity, okay? It's it's something that we, when we're seeing these images all the time, eventually we believe them to be true, and that becomes our identity, okay? So the enemy works overtime to expose us to the wrong images early. He wants to corrupt us early. He wants to defile us early so that all we have are broken images. Why? Because that will create cracks in our soul, which is our mind, our will, and our emotions, right? So if there's cracks in our soul, then our mind is working overtime to try to become something different because we have this broken image of who we believe that we are. So we're trying not to let other people know that we're this broken image. So what do we do? We try to be perfect. What do we do? We try to just be useful or or give people what they need so that we don't have to feel vulnerable, so that we don't have to be authentic, right? We want to just please them. So we start having these interesting patterns and sabotage, which we talk about here, develop that keep us bound, and the enemy isn't even doing anything, we're just doing it to ourselves because of bad imagining. Exposure to the wrong images, then we started meditating on that, then we started being about that and creating that everywhere we go over and over and over and over again. Interesting, right? So then we're in environments that we don't really want to be in, but they're familiar. Then we're in relationships that we don't want to be in (laughs) because we know they're horrible for us, but they're familiar. Because the image, we know how to respond and react to the image. So we keep reliving it versus getting a new one, getting a new picture, okay? So the enemy works overtime to corrupt us early. Because if he does that, then we'll basically self-destruct. He doesn't have to do a whole lot. We'll take care of ourselves, okay? So he tries to really exploit us early. He tries to break us and exploit all these little breaks that we've had in our soul. But what that does is it actually breaks our spirit. So that's why we don't believe God. We develop these hard hearts that aren't able to be in relationship with him. They're not able to be sensitive and responsive to his spirit and to his direction because we have a broken spirit. We have a crushed soul and a broken spirit. And then that's why it says the heart is wicked and deceitful. Who can trust it? Right? Because nobody in their right mind (laughs) would choose trauma. Nobody in their right mind would choose to go through another cycle of pain. They would just not do it. But broken people do that all the time. Okay. So this is highlighting that we need to be governed by our spirit because we can actually allow the wrong images, but not just the wrong images. We can allow the wrong spirits into us. 
Okay. Examples of this, the spirit of uh, criticism, the spirit of pride, the spirit of anger, the spirit of bitterness. The spirit of bitterness is a spirit of murder. That's how intense that spirit is. And we can allow that to start getting rooted in us. The spirit of unforgiveness, that is a spirit, okay? It can start as an, an image, it can start as an emotion, but then it gets stronger and it becomes a spirit, so we're not flowing in the spirit of God. We're overcome by all these other spirits that we're never supposed to be full of, okay? So we have to be governed by the spirit of God. And that's what it means to come in, into agreement with God, okay? Because the spirit of God is what holds our power. It's what holds our authority. It's what God imparts through to us, right? His goodness, his glory, he imparts that into our spirit, he deposits that into our spirit. And then we live from his spirit to reproduce his image and his works in the world. Right? God created us for good works, planned in advance that we might walk in them. When we miss those, when we're not connected to or flowing with the spirit of God. Okay? So here's a way you might be like, okay, how do I know if I'm broken? <laughs> well, You'll know that you have a broken spirit when your beliefs have changed, right? It's not just what you think and feel anymore. It's actually what you believe to be true. And this is where sabotage does its best work, right? Because we might want to be an entrepreneur, let's say, but deep inside, we don't believe that we could ever do that. And because we don't believe that, we don't have an image of that, we don't have any power for it. So all we're ever going to do, even though we want this new thing, is sabotage it. Okay, or we might really want to have a healthy relationship, but all we know are dysfunctional ones, <laughs> ones that are toxic, ones that are unhealthy. We can spot those in a minute, but if you were to ask us, what does a healthy relationship look like? We'd be like, uh, I don't know. Good question. Great question. That's why get around other people that have healthier relationships. Get around other people that are modeling what's possible for you so you get an image of it and so you can start believing that that's possible for you and breaking off the limitation of what you thought was possible for you, right? And then you can start moving towards a new image and step into that thing. So just think about this for, for right now. Who or what does your spirit match, okay? So this isn't just your mind, your will, your emotions. This isn't just your mood or your attitude on any given day, right? What is your spirit? What is What do you actually believe to be true deep on the inside? What does that match, right? Like you might believe that you're somebody that is confident, but then you're put in situations where you actually know that you're not. Right, You might believe that you're worthy of love, but you might actually really only believe that other people are and not you. Right, But you got to get deep down in there and be like, oh, that's really painful to see or to even admit out loud. But once you can bring it to the light, it loses its grip on you. So what does your spirit match? We have to actually be honest. If we ever want to transform in our life, we've got to bring it to the light. We've got to be honest about what's in us so that it can be addressed. Okay, and this is why therapy is really great. It helps you start understanding why you're living out a pattern, why you might re be repeating a cycle, where that came from, and what it is. So you can have awareness of that thing. So that thing is no longer dominating you and having power over you, but you can have power over it. Okay, so you've got to be honest, though, <laughs> that you're not okay that you're having a hard time so you can get to the bottom of what that looks like. When you're dishonest, when you act like you're good and you're not good, when people ask you like, how's it going? You're like, I'm fine. No, <laughs> that's just permission to stay in bondage and you don't want that, okay? So transformation, definitely spiritual transformation is always gonna require your honesty and your humility, okay? Because inside us as humans, we don't know if we have what it takes to be who God calls us to be. Actually, we know that we don't, okay? We don't think that we're strong enough because we know that we're not. We don't have what it takes, right, to do what we see in our mind, right? But here's the thing. If God dwells in you, he can build the capacity of your spirit. So he commands us to move 
in lanes that we're unfamiliar with all the time. Have you noticed? And he will make us into what he's calling us for, but God always won't always use what we expect to grow us up or to make us into his image and likeness, right? He might use failure. He might use brokenness. He doesn't necessarily cause those things, but he will use those things. Because what God is doing in using those things is working with you to be a disciple. Okay, so he can use failure. He can use what looks crazy. He can use all of that to make you into who he formed, shaped, and anointed you to be. And when you allow him to make you, you don't stumble as easy. (laughs) Because when he made you, right, and he made you grow and sacrifice and prepare for it, like that desire was put in you and you started walking that thing out with him, you don't, you're not as easily moved You're not just swayed as easily by things of the world, right? You're rooted. You're grounded. Okay, we actually see this with the disciples in the Bible, right? They were being made into the image of God. And they actually got to experience firsthand what it means to be in a relationship with Jesus. We have that now with the Holy Spirit. So we need the Holy Spirit. Just like they needed Jesus to be powerful, we need the Holy Spirit to be powerful. We need the Holy Spirit to make sure that we keep the right images in our mind. That's why we do have to renew our mind and pay attention to what we're being exposed to, what we're rehearsing so that that doesn't become our identity. So we have to constantly be reminded of God, right? This is why worship and praise is so powerful. And we have to constantly be reminded of who we are in him, okay? Because when our images are broken and messy, right? We need examples of what's solid and what's stable when we are so broken and uncertain, And Jesus is that model, right? So when we're studying about Jesus, when we're reading the word, when we're in a direct relationship with him through the power of the spirit, right? We can actually experience him firsthand. And it's one of those things that when you experience it, you just can't forget it. You've been exposed, okay? So exposure is everything. But what can happen is, especially when we are brand new on this spiritual walk, we might get consumed just serving, that we, we forget that we're just supposed to represent or represent God well. So he usually teaches us to be a son or a daughter first. Before he wants us to do anything, he just teaches us to be images of him, to, to access and represent his Christ-likeness to the world, right? Because truly, God does want us to be on the front lines in the world, but we can't do that if we don't look like him. And we can't do that if we're broken, because then we'll just project and release bondage, not freedom. So God is looking for people who can carry out what's been placed on the inside of them, the images that God has given them. (laughs) And to do that powerfully, we have to do it with the Spirit. We can't do that by ourselves, right? You can't even produce the fruit of the Spirit without the Spirit of God. So you can't do anything that God has called you to do without God. You can't. That's why it says, apart from God, I am nothing. Apart from God, I can do no good thing. Okay, so we've got to work the glory that we've been exposed to. We've got to work that thing. It's got to do a work in us before it can be expressed through us. Okay, now I know firsthand what it's what it's like to not have a model and to not have an example of anyone who's gone ahead of you. Like I intimately know that. So just picture that for a second. Right. What happens if you lose a model? right? If you don't have an example of anybody that's gone ahead of you that's showing you it's possible, just imagine what it feels like in that place, right? Because here's what this reveals. Nobody tells you what it means to go from glory to glory, right? Like we're told we go from strength to strength, glory to glory. We're like, yeah, that sounds awesome. But (laughs) that doesn't feel awesome, okay? It's going to irritate your flesh quite a bit because it means being alone. It can mean going through heartbreak. It can mean feeling uncovered. It can mean being targeted sometimes and being attacked. That's what it can mean to go from glory to glory. And that's not a fun thing, okay? And this is why we need power. We need the Holy Spirit so we can have power and authority in our life. And we can't get out ahead of God because we'll lose his power. (laughs) We'll lose our covering. We need to be covered by God and we need to be powered, empowered by him. Okay. Because here's the thing. When we go to places and we're broken, we don't get stronger. We get more broken, but we think that that makes us resilient. We think if we just, you know, endure enough pain, then we'll be worthy. That is not it at all. Okay, 2 Corinthians 3.17 says that where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. So God doesn't want us to do things from brokenness and bondage 
right? Whom the sun set free is free indeed. He wants us to do things from freedom, right? I've said this before, but you can't punish yourself into transformation. I've learned that that was what was modeled. So I did gymnastics. I ran track. I did all sorts of sports that reinforced that. I've also pursued a lot of education (laughs) that you have to like punish your way into an outcome. But that's not how God works. We don't punish ourselves or pressure ourselves into outcomes. You can't punish yourself and restrict yourself and transform at the same time. You don't grow that way, right? And you actually miss out on a heck of a lot of freedom. So when things in your life don't match your former images, couldn't that be a good thing, right? It does say the scripture, behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Will you not perceive it? In order for God to do a new thing, he has to replace images for you. Okay. He's got to give you an image of something different. That kind of sounds like faith, doesn't it? (laughs) Okay. So we need the Holy Spirit, right? To have a right spirit, to have a right witness in us of God's glory. And it's God's glory that transforms us into the same image that he is right? And that's why the enemy does not want us to experience this. Because if we don't experience God's glory, we don't experience transformation. Okay? So we have to be willing to break out of old images, of old models, of things that don't work. And that's why we hear things like quarter-life crisis, midlife crisis, because everything that we imagined is falling apart. Well... That's often an initiation for everything that God has imagined for you to come together. Come on. It's so powerful. Okay. So glory to glory is looking at God and being transformed into his image and likeness, not just accessing new levels. Like you might picture like climbing a corporate ladder. That's not what it's like with God. We just behold more of him and experience more of him and express it in the world. It's not high achievement. It's not works. It's not performance in the kingdom. Okay. We are transformed by his love, by his glory, by his goodness, and we can't help but overflow and represent that to the world, okay? But when you don't have a model, this is what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to wait on God. What does wait on God mean? Get in his word, wait on the spirit. I like to say he comes to whack you, (laughs) but he just reveals himself to you. Like you get whacked, right? Like you just get exposed to a different aspect of God, to a different revelation of his truth. And you're like, whoa, like it just gets... It hits your spirit in such a way that you can't deny it. Now, all of a sudden, you're agreeing with it and you're living it, okay? But when you don't have a model, right, you need the Holy Spirit to reveal another promise to you, to reveal the truth to you. And your spirit then starts to become empowered, right, because it's the very spirit of God to show up in a very new way, like God. Okay, so this is why there's things that we can't do just by thinking about them. There's things that we can never do by just hustling, right? There's missions that we can't access without God's spirit, period. Because the truth is we don't have what it takes. We haven't and we won't ever have it because God does it. It's his spirit that does it through us, right? So apart from him, we are nothing and can do no good thing. So we've got to remember that. I've really been, even when I was describing what I've been through in just the past week, (laughs) I, that's my starting point. I'm like, Lord, you know, you know, if I were to even try, I couldn't do anything. Like this is already impossible from the start. So I'm just going to depend on you because there's no other way for this to work. No other way. Show me what you've got. Right? So it's not normal to have a cracked soul and a broken spirit. It makes us sick. It makes the flesh louder. So it makes us more carnally driven. So we're more aware of and in tune with the things that are happening in the world. We're hooked on the news. We're into the latest celebrity trend. We're just, you know, binging TikTok or whatever, right? We're, we're doing these things because if our soul was whole and if our spirit was empowered, we wouldn't crave or, or run after those same things. We wouldn't. Just to be honest, we would not. So when you have a cracked soul and a broken spirit, you're not doomed. All hope is not lost. That's actually where all hope is found. And what you do is you offer those things to God so that you can be made new. The you, he's form-shaped and anointed you to be in him. So you're a human, but you serve a supernatural God, which breaks all the limits off of you. Okay? 
And you'll come out on the other side of everything you've been through and establish the kingdom of the earth, reflecting God's image everywhere you go. That is what can become possible for you as you encounter God. You can become this unlimited example of what's possible with him that can fulfill the unique mission that he has for you on your life. Okay, so your image in terms of God's perspective about it is your spiritual capacity. Could you see why? Because I think we can kind of get punished into don't go to these places. Don't watch these things. Don't even listen to these things. Watch your eye gates. Watch your ear gates. And that can almost be like a bit much. (laughs) Right now, all you want to do, actually, because everyone's telling you that is rebel and go do all of those things. And then you're in a big trouble. Right. So instead of making that this intense, you know, discipline, my recommendation is just the acknowledgement that your image is your spiritual capacity. And that's something that you guard. So when you're guarding your heart, you're guarding your image. You're guarding your future. You're guarding the precious place where the spirit of God speaks to you, communicates with you, reveals to you, empowers you. Okay? And when you don't guard it, you contaminate it. And when your heart is contaminated, what happens? Your soul gets cracked and it breaks your spirit. That's dangerous because then you get exposed to all these images, right? That you never imagined before. Now you're thinking on them and meditating on them all of the time. Now you no longer have a desire for what's true because these things just seem more attractive to you, but they actually were never attractive to you and you knew they were not good for you. But now suddenly they seem attractive and they seem right. And your heart is getting hard. And your spirit is broken. And your flesh is calling all the shots in your life. That ain't God. And that is not freedom. You are bound. If you don't have control over your flesh, you are bound. Right? If you believe every thought that you think, you're going to be insane. Right? If you can't process your emotions, you'll hurt a lot of people. You'll create a lot of messes. Right? If you don't see how precious and powerful your emotions are and learn how to feel them, And to express them well, you'll hurt people, starting with you. It's a really big deal, okay? This comes just from our imagination, right? Anything that's ever happened in the world, anything that's ever been created in the world, picture Disney, okay? He pictured, (laughs) he got an image of a mouse. I did a book report on him back in the day. He got an image of a mouse, okay? Drew it over and over and over again on a train every day. Just kept drawing Mickey Mouse all the time. Dude got an image of a mouse and made Disney World. Like what? Or Disneyland, right? (laughs) And look what that blew up into today. But it was an idea. It was a drawing on a piece of paper from an image in a guy's mind. What does that tell you? Right? But we've also seen some devastating things, right? We've seen people commit horrendous acts because of images that were projected into their mind that they dreamed up and meditated on and believed with all of their heart that it was right and that it was okay, but it was never okay. But they believed fully that it was because of what they were believing from their heart, from what they were picturing every day, right? When you think about video games and things that we're exposed to all the time, video games make that look like real life. Like it's an actual reality that you're getting exposed to every day. And it's a catastrophe when acted on in the actual real world. But this is how powerful images are, okay? So we've got to have a very clear understanding about the power of an image and making sure that we have the right image, that we have the right image of God, okay? Because oftentimes we relate with God the way we relate with an earthly father. So if we don't have the right image of him, we won't relate with him, okay? So if, you know, we were neglected by our earthly father, we think that God will never be there for us. If we were rejected by a father, then we think that God will drop us when we need him most. If we think that, you know, if we've been abused in some sort of way, we're just waiting for God to punish us. See what I'm saying? Wrong image. Wrong image. Wrong relationship. See the power of that? 
So if we don't have the right image of God, we don't relate with him properly. If we don't have the right images of ourselves, we will never become who he formed, shaped, and anointed us to be. So if we always believe that we're broken, that we're traumatized, that we are insufficient, that we are unworthy, that we're not enough, that we have to perform, that we have to achieve, we will get distracted and we will be deceived. But when we get the right image, everything changes right? Behold, I'm doing a new thing. You are a new creation. When you live in the wonderful new every day, you're living in the newness of life every day. Okay. And when you live in the newness of life every day and allow that to be expressed through you by the power of God, you impact people with God's presence, with his goodness, with his glory that flows and is expressed in and through you. Okay. So when you get the right image, you express the right creativity you let God create through you. Okay. And when you do that, you reveal the glory of God to the world. You give people an encounter. You see how powerful this is? So when we get the right image, okay, then we come into agreement with God. And when we come into agreement with God, we can live empowered by his spirit to produce the fruit of the spirit, to represent God to the world and to produce, right? through authority, through the power that God gives us, the unique callings, assignments, missions that are connected to our lives when we're in agreement with God. So when we're in agreement with God, we access what God has for us. When we're not in agreement with God, we can't access it. It's not that it's not available. It's that we can't access it. So when we fall into sin, we're getting exposed to the wrong things. We're coming out of agreement with God and we're inviting the enemy to torment us extra. (laughs) <laughs> and we're giving him a right to, okay? But when we actually are using our authority and power and we have the right image, we are protected. We are guarded, right? I call it like the can't touch this anointing, <laughs> right? Very different reality for you. We're in covenant with God, okay? So this is a very big deal. And I'm, I'm just hoping that this is causing you to think about what you are meditating on every day and what images you are exposed to in a completely different way. And also to find the freedom in that you don't muster life in your own strength. You don't force things. You don't make them happen. You're empowered by the spirit to do things, but you can't be empowered the spirit when you're not in agreement with God. Okay. And when you're not letting the spirit of God have the right away, when you're not yielding to God and all you think, say, and do. Okay, so if this is resonating with you, here's what I recommend. (laughs) I recommend getting into an accelerator, an incubator of some sort that allows you to get truths like this every single day. So not only do these get sewn into your spirit, but you start believing in it and you start meditating on it. You start rehearsing it. You start getting the right images. You start acting differently because of that. You start being different because of that. You start producing different because of that. You want to be around people of like mind and of like spirit when you're on a journey like that, because you could easily be pulled and swept up into things that are not profitable for you. (laughs) Okay. That are not good for your soul, that are not good for your spirit. So it's really important that you can get around people that are running this same race. So my encouragement would be to get in something where you can truly grow in God, okay? So I think I mentioned a few things that you can do. One, you can do the 30-day faith walking program. That is a great way to start walking according to the spirit and not your flesh to start seeing how drastically different those two things are, right? It's almost like you become sensitive completely to the spirit versus just being tuned into your physical senses. So it's not just see, smell, taste, touch, and being so aware of what's happening around you. And we're like highly sensitive, right? To all the things that are happening in the world. It's almost like you turn all the noise on that down and you become spiritually awakened. You become sensitive to the things of God. So the 30 day faith walking program is a great, great way to ease your way into it. The training bundle is a great way just to start understanding what it looks like to live a spirit led life. Okay, you get an entire year of training, whether this is on relationships, success habits, stewardship, uh, drama addiction and breaking the grip of that on your life. We went through so many things. So you can go through an entire training in a year if you want to. And that's self-paced. So if you're more comfortable being self-paced, you can do that. But if you want accountability and spiritual running buddies, I highly recommend 
getting rooted in the God's Vibes Mastermind. Okay, this is really helping you become spiritually awakened to heal, to go through heart healing, to renew how you see yourself and get the right identity, get the right image, get the right picture, and to be about God's business in the world that only you could be about alongside other people that are doing the same. And it's so empowering. It's so empowering. It's radically life-changing. You you literally become a different person by the end of this process and in a very short period of time, relatively speaking, because of what happens when you partner with God. Okay, so these are great things that you can get plugged into. If you do have questions about any of those programs that we offer, you can email info at julianapage dot com for details on that. Okay. So make sure that you get plugged in. We also have other tools, small groups, prayer calls, different things that you can plug into. There's all the books on my website as well, julianapage.com slash books. Okay. But the key here is if you want a different life, you've got to sew differently. You've got to be different. You got to believe different to create different. Okay, and when we haven't seen a model, when we don't have the right image, when we don't have the right picture, when we don't have the right exposure, and we don't have the right support, we can also stay in limitation and make excuses for staying there. And anybody that loves you can meet you where you are, but they'll love you enough to not let you stay there. It's exactly how God works with us. So I encourage you, get plugged into CourageCo, www.courageco.org. Do an evaluation of the images that are normal for you and investigate why are those normal and what would it look like to change them and what is your plan to change them and to allow yourself to be fueled by the spirit of god very different life very different path but what might that release it might just release generational blessings and not cursings wouldn't that be something and you could be the one that sets all that off okay your decisions are powerful It's not random that you're hearing this message and we're definitely here to support you. If you do need coaching as well, you can email my team, info at julianapage.com about working together one-on-one, or you can join me live on the God's Vibes hotline, okay? That's totally free to book and to hop on a call with me. It's a form that you can complete in the show notes, but if you do want to work together one-on-one, over a period of time, that's definitely a great way to accelerate your growth as well. So you can email my team, info at julianapage.com. All right, everybody, I hope this message blessed you. And until next time, stay blessed. Listen, if you are not plugged into Courage Co. yet, what are you doing? Courage Co. is a faith-based community off social media that you can access from your phone or your desktop literally from anywhere. It is a safe place and a sacred space for you to invest in and live your most courageous and impactful story. You can join us for free for prayer calls and challenges, for a monthly subscription where we have monthly masterclasses, or the God's Vibes Mastermind, where you will get live master life coaching at a price that you won't get anywhere else. 12 weeks of content that we will go through together, or you can navigate at your own pace. You'll have lifetime access to that. A community of women doing this alongside of you, a workbook, and so many other materials to help you on your journey. And I just want you to imagine for a second, having the courage, clarity, and focus to achieve anything you desire. Walking into any situation, fully confident, knowing you have everything you need to succeed. Embracing challenges and overcoming obstacles with grace and ease. Feeling only love and compassion for others, no matter how they may have hurt you in the past. Standing up for what you believe in and taking unstoppable action to create the kind of world you want to live in. You're in the right place to take your next step on your journey. When you plug into the God's Vibes Mastermind, I'll teach you how to identify and eliminate the self-limiting beliefs and habits that are stopping you from getting the results you want. I'll teach you how to heal old wounds that have negatively impacted your self-image and self-esteem for far too long. I'll show you how to dismantle the story of who you are and what you can or cannot do in the world. I'll help you expand your consciousness from fear-based limitation to love and compassion and service to the world. 
I'll help you vanquish the inner enemies that are stopping you from being all that you can be. Release your victimhood and reclaim your power. Develop a aligned mindset and habits to boost your productivity and results. Gain deeper awareness of your own inner light and divinity and achieve the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual self-mastery needed to achieve any goal. You will learn how to think the way God formed, shaped, and anointed you to think and succeed the way he always intended and show up in any situation as the most powerful person in the room, no matter what challenges might appear on your path. If this sounds like something that you want to be a part of, I want to invite you to join the God's Vibes Mastermind. You can get plugged into it over at Courage Co. You can access Courage Co. at any level at www.courageco.org. Together, we will awaken your inner warrior spirit and unleash your capacity to achieve any goal you can imagine. You will become an example of what's possible with God.